Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, November 23rd, Thanksgiving week is here. If I sound a little different today, it's because I'm actually out of town. We decided to get away quickly before L.A. County shut down as they are in the process of doing. Got out of town uh, for a socially distanced getaway to the desert. And I was fortunately able to jerry-rig my computer to watch all the games on Sunday. All the family and friends are at the pool and hanging out and playing golf. And I said, no, 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 I've got to watch football and gamble. And uh, we'll get to the gambling shortly. It was not a great weekend, folks. The house won every game. But we're going to start a little differently today. Instead of one big topic, man, there were some crazy shenanigans that went down on Sunday in the NFL And we're going to hit on four of them. They're all quarterback-centric because, I mean, (laughs) like, you know, I thought, do we we open with Tua? 
I, I lobbied Rob G to talk about my Jets officially being eliminated from playoff contention. That did not, unfortunately, make the cut. You know, we th- thought about maybe trying to go off-brand and try to talk about the Lakers going back-to-back thanks to Mark Gasol. That did not make the cut. We'll get to that later in the week. we got to start with the Sunday night football game. Pat Mahomes, I mean, he's a magician. What can you say about Mahomes and the Chiefs? They take down Rob G's Raiders in a classic. I mean, it felt like a great game. Everybody and their mom was on the Chiefs in this one, betting it, and Kansas City was never covering in this football game. The Raiders went toe-to-toe with them again. They beat them in Kansas City. This time, they could not come through. Derek Carr intercepted on the final drive. But the story here is obviously Pat Mahomes solidifying his MVP case. I mean, I don't even know if he needs to make one. That's how good this guy is. Mahomes was intercepted again. He has two picks on the season, both courtesy of the Raiders. But when he gets the ball in the fourth quarter in a game that's close, they're trailing, they're nursing a lead, there's just so much confidence that he's going to get the job done. And the Raiders have thrown everything at Mahomes. And this is what I love and am so impressed by, watching Pat Mahomes work his magic. The Raiders said, we're not giving you the big play. Not happening. We'll give you all the short stuff you want. Take it. And Mahomes said, okay, I will take it. <laughs> and we'll move the field ball down the field methodically. Folks, I'm looking at the box score. Kansas City's longest rush, 14 yards. Kansas City's longest pass play, 22 yards. The game winner to Kelsey. Everything under that, under 20 yards. And they had over 400 yards of total offense. Like, what a masterful performance. This is what makes Andy Reid's Chiefs the best team in the NFL. They will beat you anyway. If you play zone, Mahomes will pick you apart. If you can't get to the quarterback, and the Raiders sacked him zero times, then he's obviously going to destroy you. If you give him only the short stuff, I'll take it. If you play the run, we'll hand it off to Edwards Alaire and Le'Veon Bell. Like, I don't really know how you beat this team. And, you know, Rob G., I know the Raiders are near and dear to your heart. That had to kind of break your heart there with Carthor in the late interception. Raiders, to me, showed that they are a playoff team, no doubt. They can make some noise in January. I just, I don't know how anybody's beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs. Well, I'm glad that you clarified it the second time when you said in the playoffs. Because if, if you want to know how to beat the Chiefs, the Raiders showed you twice how to beat the Chiefs. The, the way to beat them is to not let them beat you deep and make Mahomes become Tom Brady, so to speak. And the first time they played, Mahomes wasn't willing to do that. And it was a rough night, or by his standards, a rough day for him. On Sunday night, he was perfectly willing to Chad Pennington, shout out to the New York Jets, six-yard play, seven-yard pass, eight-yard pass, four-yard pass. And there's a reason why they set the NFL record for first downs in the game because the Raiders decided we're not going to let you beat us deep. And credit to Mahomes for uh, being Mahomes and doing what he does. Uh, Just real quick, I'm really, 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 really still upset at Jonathan Abram. Um, it's killing me not to curse right now on the podcast. I know we got uh, young listeners. Oh, yeah. Why the hell, on the last drive of the game, and the last play of the game, the touchdown to Kelsey, he's supposed to be guarding the end zone, and he says, oh, man, Pat Mahomes scrambled to his right. I'm about to close in on this dude. Real talk. That's what I do. (laughs) Just left him wide open for the game. It was just so frustrating, and I— and to make it worse, I'm going against Travis Kelsey in fantasy this Ooh. week against the number two team in the league. And, of course, we're going neck and neck, and that could be the difference. But um, I digress. Yes. Uh, Kansas City is stacked. And, uh, you know, remember when I said on the podcast they were going to go unbeaten, and, of course, they lost the next week? 
again, you look at the schedule, guys. They got Brady next week in a big one. Then it's Broncos, Dolphins, probably Taysom Hill and the Saints, Falcons, Chargers. This is 14-2 and two or 15-1 and one and number one seed. If, if someone can trip up the Pittsburgh Steelers, I got to say, we're going to talk about a lot of teams today. The Pittsburgh Steelers don't make the list. Another ho-hum victory. They methodically strangle out and choke out the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jake Luton looked like a futon. Uh, that's not funny, but I just thought I'd say it. Um, four <laughs> picks. I mean, they couldn't move the football at all. This was a beatdown. And I, I know everybody's talking Steelers. And, um, yeah, they, they're not that impressive. And the offense is – all they do is win. This is a nasty defense. I am very excited. Rob G., basically the Steelers are defensively the 49ers last year with a better quarterback and more weapons. But I don't know if they have as good of a play caller as Kyle Shanahan. Now the weapons, listen, if Derek Carr can move the football down the field at will on the Chiefs, Big Ben can't. I mean, he's got Claypool, Johnson. Uh, I love the Steelers' attack. I, I, I've been betting on them. They were one of my few wins on, on Sunday. But obviously, Pat Mahomes is a big story. I don't know, man. This is, this is the guy who's going to dominate the league for a while. It's going to be easy every time he plays like this and wins to say, oh, Pat Mahomes is the GOAT. Uh, Pat Mahomes is going to win three championships. I don't know, Rob G. If they Reed and Mahomes, uh, and you put pieces around him, this guy's going to be one of the all-time greats. This is his third year as a starter. This is obscene. Anyways, all right. Pat Mahomes, amazing. Let's go to the not-so-amazing. Tua Tungavailoa. Now, you guys know I was loaded up on the Miami Dolphins. I like them. And unfortunately, Sunday morning comes, and the sports books start announcing who are our biggest liabilities. And the number one liability was the Miami Dolphins. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Everybody is betting on a road favorite with a rookie quarterback who has three starts under his belt, well, I'm screwed. And lo and behold, right out of the gate, the Dolphins, uh, you know, amazing start, intercept Drew Locke to a tongue of Iloa, short field, touchdown Dolphins. You're like, all right, we got this. Let's rock and roll. And then the Broncos made Tua look like a quarterback who has three starts. And he couldn't move the football at all. Denver... They had some zone runs going on that Miami struggled to stop. And we forget, guys, like three weeks ago, Miami was the 32nd rated run defense. But because the quarterbacks had been playing so well and the special teams, everything was going in their favor, it did not hear. But what got interesting was Tua was benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick. And the quote afterwards from Flores, Tua was not injured. It looked like maybe his ankle got rolled on a sack. We just felt like it was the best move at the point of the game. We had to get in two-minute mode, and we felt Fitzpatrick gave us the best chance to win and go for the tie. And that's all true. He went down the field, then threw a pick in the end zone. Uh, the problem with that is Tua's going to be looking over his shoulder now, guys. Every friggin' week. Close game, trailing. Uh, is it Fitzpatrick time? And that's any game. I don't totally understand what this accomplishes because now every single time they're struggling, everybody's going to look. Are we getting fits in here? Is he going to be comeback mode? Like, at what point does that stop? And it's, I, I understand why they did it. I don't think long term that's the right move. And Brian Flores has been a masterful coach this year. He's called so 
many great games and so many great defensive game plans. This was a massive screw-up. Yes, it may have given them the chance, but I think you just tore Tua's confidence to shreds. I don't know where he goes from here. Hey, maybe you said, you know what? The Jets are on deck. They suck. We're going to crush them. This is not going to destroy Tua. But I don't really know how you can bounce back and have confidence in him. Remember, this is a guy who went to Arizona, and they were trailing in the fourth quarter and had a pivotal drive, went right down the field, super impressive, and they ended up winning the game. And now you pull him here, and you roll with Fitz. And listen, I was betting on Miami. I saw Fitz come in. He went like 90 yards down the field. I was like, oh, hey, he didn't come through. It's just, it's, you got to wonder about his development. Like, sometimes people just have to struggle, you know? You've got to crawl before you can walk, and you got to walk before you can run. And they're trying not to let Tua fall down. And saying, oh, we don't want him to screw up or struggle badly. We'll just put in his backup. I don't know, man. Miami's a playoff team, and I just I wonder what the ramifications will be to the locker room. You got a first-time head coach. You got a six, he's like a 68-year-old offensive coordinator who is a Fitzpatrick guy. I mean, was Chan Gailey in the head in the headset saying, hey, let's go to Fitz, let's go to Fitz. He can come through. Just so many questions now for the Miami Dolphins. I thought Tua was the second biggest story. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers as number three. I know Rob G. was tearing Taysom Hill to shreds on, on Twitter. and Rob G., I'll let you chime in on that shortly. But Aaron Rodgers led the Colts 28-14 at halftime. And Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I have tried to make the case that he's got some LeBron in him in that he's not going to win as much as Joe Montana or Tom Brady, but, man, Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. And in the second half, he just he just keeps urinating all over himself, can't move the football. And the Colts come back, and they take the lead, and then Rodgers, of course, backed up to his two-yard line, makes one of the great passes of the season to MVS over the middle, and I didn't like that spike. If you guys remember, they threw it um, over the middle to get in the red zone with like 30 seconds left, and instead of calling a play, because they had time, they spiked it, and that forced them to only have one extra play, uh, and they didn't come through, and then they kicked the field goal for the tie. I would have liked two bites at the apple there to win the game outright. It goes to overtime. Packers win the coin toss. All right, Rodgers has this. We got it. It's a lock. And right out of the gate, MVS catches it, fumbles, Colts recover, field goal. That's a wrap. And it really hurts, obviously, because I had the Packers in that one and I lost uh, financially on it. But I thought this was interesting. This was a stat that was making its way around the internet. Aaron Rodgers is now 2-8-1 in overtime games. He's only attempted... 17 passes in overtime. He's lost four times without touching the ball. And three times in overtimes on turnovers, two by him, with winning points coming off the turnover. So, like, somebody's going to put this record out there. Aaron Rodgers, 2-8-1 and in overtime. He's not clutch. And it's like, well, (laughs) four times he didn't get the ball first. And his defense could not get a stop. Okay. And in 11 overtime games, he's attempted 17 passes. Like, the context matters. I was disappointed in Rodgers, but I instantly texted Rob G. I was like, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. For me, he's top five. I don't think he's going to win another Super Bowl. I mean, do you, Rob? This defense is not that great. And for whatever reason, I've been a little disappointed. Rodgers got shell-shocked by Tampa, and they got destroyed. And big halftime lead here, and he did nothing in the second half, and they lose. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to win another Super Bowl, and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. 
Well, I picked the Packers before the season started to win the Super Bowl, so I'm really hoping that you're wrong on this one. But um, in that game, I, mean, I think they only had the ball in the third quarter for four plays. Mm. So it's hard to really make an impact there. And then, just like you said, it was in overtime, it, had it not been for a uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling fumble, we may be having a different conversation. And so, but that's the story of Aaron Rodgers' career, you know, with the uh, going all the way back to the NFC Championship game against Seattle with an onside kick that bounced off of third string tight end's hands. You know, like for whatever reason, I thought that was a great analogy you said that with like LeBron James, you'd expect a guy like LeBron, like Aaron Rodgers, to have more rings than what I think he's going to end up with. I think LeBron most going to end up with five when his talent and the number of times been in the finals should have. Nine or ten, and Aaron Rodgers, I think maybe maybe gets to two, but for argue what I think is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen, you would think he'd have four or five. Yeah, I mean, if so. you ask me who is more talented, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, I don't think it's a contest. I think Rodgers is more talented. Would you agree? Of course, and I think that I think you and I may have even had this discussion, might have been off the air, where we all acknowledge that Tom Brady is the goat. You know, when it comes to quarterbacks. But I've never heard anybody, anybody I've ever said, and we know a lot of people in sports media, we know a lot of former athletes, NFL players, nobody has ever said that Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback they've ever seen. Right. It's just that his career and his rings make him the GOAT. But when it comes to actually being a quarterback, I've heard Aaron Rodgers thrown out a bunch of times because they just think he's awesome in the, the way he plays the position. And it's just, it's unfortunate that he's destined to maybe win two. I think you might may only have one, but... I don't see him getting more than two ever in any circumstance. I mean, remember, Peyton Manning was considered one of the greatest quarterbacks all time. And he gets a Super Bowl with the Colts. And then it looked like that was going to be it. And then he lands with the Broncos. And I think we can all agree that second Super Bowl he got with the Broncos. Like, come on. I think he threw for like 139 yards. That was the season he was kind of benched slash injured. Uh, He was terrible that season. And he still got a second Super Bowl. Like, I actually think Aaron Rodgers is more talented than Peyton Manning. Best ever. Uh, Rodgers just off the charts talent. He makes it look so easy. And it just goes to show how tough it is to win Super Bowls when Aaron Rodgers is only going to end up winning one. Um, I think the fourth biggest story, and again, you know, you could go many, many ways here. Uh, Again, I probably should be pumping up the Steelers a little bit. We probably could blast Lamar Jackson, talk about the sad Joe Burrow situation. Maybe Matt Patricia will be fired today. But I can't get over how far Carson Wentz has fallen. Now, you know, we're not trying to toot our own horn. We've been way early on this. Carson Wentz is really in a bad place. He's just not a good quarterback. And you've got to stop making excuses, Philly fans. Well, the offensive line's hurt, and the skill position guys are in and out. Carson Wentz just makes horrible decisions all the time. I mean, two more interceptions— he takes five sacks. The Browns were without Miles Garrett, their best defensive player by a mile. I saw a number that he accounted for something like 37% of pressures among the Browns' front seven players. So he is instrumental to their attack. He didn't even play. Olivier Vernon comes in, three sacks, three tackles for loss. And Carson Wentz, if you watch any of that game, and I know there was some weather, I get it. Baker played in the weather too, Okay. Baker did lose a fumble, but he threw no picks. Baker's playing safe, smart football. Carson Wentz is losing games for his team. He's terrible. Carson Wentz is a bad quarterback. I know they're not going to make the move to Jalen Hurts, but they should. They should at least consider it. 
Now, the worst part, Rob G., is the Philadelphia Eagles somehow are still in first place. Is this a real thing? Yes. They are still in first place in the NFC East, which is pathetic, but not for long because the Eagles have the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, and the Cardinals up next. Very likely they go 1-3 and three or 0-4. Oh um, I, I, you know, I know Doug Peterson came out and gave him a vote of confidence saying it would send the wrong message to bench Carson Wentz. Uh, I don't know. What do you, are you worried about sending a message or do you want to win games? Because right now Carson Wentz is not giving you the best chance to win football games, even though you're in first place in the division. That team cannot be inspired by what they're seeing from their leader, their franchise quarterback who's making tons of money. He is leading the NFL in turnovers. I mean, he's, he's been objectionably terrible. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how Eagles fans could deal with this right now. We saw Washington win. They got lucky with Burrow. Uh, we saw Dallas pull a big upset of the Vikings. Dallas suddenly on life support, like, showed a pulse. Very impressive performance against the Vikings. And um, this division's far from over. Somebody, it might take five wins, but somebody's going to steal this bad boy. I don't think it's going to be Washington. Rob G., if I told you the Dallas Cowboys were going to get to the playoffs, would you just laugh? I mean, <laughs> they went from Ben Gucci Danucci to Gail, uh, not Gail Gilbert, Garrett Gilbert, back to Andy Dalton, who had concussion and, a, and COVID, and now he's rebounded. Zeke Elliott has his first 100-yard game of the season. The defense, despite not having digs in the secondary, like, survived. I, I don't know who's winning this division. I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. And then usually when it comes to situations where things are really nip and tuck like that, in this case, every team sucks. So that's why it's close. <laughs> you go with whatever team has the best quarterback. And I think that in that division, easily the best quarterback is Danny Dalton. Carson Wentz, it's funny that we you mentioned the Tua situation a couple, a couple of minutes ago. We're, we're ripping Brian Flores, and rightfully so, for benching Tua for Ryan Fitzpatrick in that moment because you know that that's the kind of thing that's important for a young quarterback. He needs to go through those games where he's just getting lit up. He doesn't have it. He needs to be able to show kind of a bounce back and a medal, something like that, just to say he experienced it as in his development. Carson Wentz, on the flip side, has been through all that already. Yeah. Like, he, he's already seen the, the three-interception game, the five-sack game, the one where you can't even get past midfield because it's just not clicking. There's no more excuses for him. Like, here's a fun stat. I know you're a big stats guy. There's only two quarterbacks in NFL history that, that's documented. And maybe, maybe in the 40s before we even knew about it, but it's documented. <laughs> at least two interceptions, at least five sacks, a fumble, a pick six, and a safety. One of them, Carson Wentz on Sunday against the Browns. The other, Jay Fiedler in 2003. Wow. Miami Dolphins? Yes, against the oh Patriots. Oh, gosh. So, like, Carson Wentz, he, he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. You can't say, well, you know what, he, the, the guys around him are injured and blah, 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 blah. No, he had most of his weapons on Sunday. I think he had everyone except Zach Ertz. You know, the offensive line was pretty much intact. With him, he's just regressed so far from what we thought he could be that the Eagles would be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't at least see what they had in Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, it's still early. He's a rookie. But uh, all right, we got to quickly get to Taysom Hill. And Rob G., if my big takeaway from this Taysom Hill performance, um, it actually wasn't Taysom Hill. 
it was how good the Saints defense is. Now, I don't know how closely people watch that game because it was a tough watch. They had eight sacks of Matt Ryan. That's eye-popping to me. This defense, since that performance against Tampa, has been pretty lights out. Cam Jordan, three sacks. Anyamata, two sacks. Demario Davis, a sack. I mean, they just battered Matt Ryan to death. And I don't care if it's Jameis, Taysom Hill, Drew Brees. Like, if your defense is going to play like that, they might be the favorites in the NFC. I know I said on Friday Seattle's going to get the number one seed, but I didn't think the Saints' defense would be this good. Meanwhile, Taysom Hill, who Rob G is about to take, his, take shots at, he did lose a fumble, also rushed for 51 yards, two touchdowns, and was 18 of 23 for 233, um, averaging, averaging 10.1 yards per attempt. So he's not dinking and dunking. He was taking some shots down the field. I respect that. It is the, the Falcons. They are very good. But I do believe I saw something today like Sean Payton knows what he's got in his $16 million quarterback. And a lot of people want to say, oh, Taysom Hill stinks. Oh, they got to play Jameis. This, Twitter has some dumb love affair with Jameis Winston, okay? I don't get it. Like, maybe it's the Jameis experience. Oh, he's so funny. It's risk it, biscuit, uh, touchdown, pick six. Like, I don't like that variance. Give me Taysom Hill. I know what I'm getting. He's going to run the football, and he's going to play smart football. They do travel to altitude in Denver this week. That'll be an interesting game because – Hill, I don't think we'll be able to run as easily on a Denver defense that I don't really know what to make of these guys. You saw these frauds two weeks ago, Rob G. They couldn't do jack shit against the uh, against the Raiders. And then they come out and shut down the Dolphins. But that's just my gambling losses talking. Uh, all right, go ahead. Fire on your boy Taysom Hill. Well, I'm not going to rip Taysom Hill yet. Again, kudos to the Saints defense. Last three games, Bucks, Niners, Falcons. They've given up eight points per game, Jeez. 238 yards per game. They forced nine turnovers. They got 14 sacks and 28 tackles for loss. My They've given gosh. up one touchdown over three games in the year of our Lord 2020 when everybody's scoring 30-plus points a game. So kudos to them. They're, they're doing really well. Taysom Hill, and I tweeted this out, he didn't look like an NFL quarterback in the first half at all. In any stretch of the imagination, he threw what uh, I saw one person on Twitter described as a a uh, a punt pass where it was like a 40-yard uh, completion to Emmanuel Sanders. And Sanders has, was had beat the linebacker clean, should have been a walk-in touchdown. He underthrew it by almost 13 yards. So it just wow. hung up there and floated. And Emmanuel Sanders came back to the ball, called a fair catch, and caught it for a 40-yard completion. So that kind of skews the numbers a little bit. But what I will say, and I again, I, I admitted this on Twitter, once they decided we're no longer going to try to make him Drew Brees, where we're going to have him actually, mm. you know, read a defense and throw a ball accurately, you know, some of those plays. They In the second half, you saw more of that shotgun zone read a little bit. That's where he had some of his big runs. Even the one that fumbled was a great design play for him because it kind of catered to what he does well. If they're willing to, Sean Payton specifically, if they're going to, Make Taysom Hill a thing, like in Mean Girls, try to make Fetch a thing. They try to make I, it happen. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have to make their offense cater to him. They're gonna have to Lamar Jackson it up, like Baltimore does, where they're gonna run things specifically that that fit his style of play. Because he's, I think he's shown, and maybe it could be his first start that he hadn't played quarterback in what like seven years, you know, in a full game, something like that. So, yeah, something like that. Back to college, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I didn't see anything that made me think he could be an NFL quarterback in that regard. But if they're going to change the offense to fit what he does, he could be very successful. He has a lot of talent. Yeah. All right. So that kind of wraps up a wacky Sunday. And you guys know when I come on and I don't instantly talk about gambling, it was a tough day. And um, it, it was it was a rough one. One and three in the contest pending the Bucks tonight. And uh, I think without further ado, let's get to the best bet. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Monday Night Football. Listen, I need a win like, oh my gosh, so badly. Now, I will say this. In the contest, everybody struggled. I mean, again, the Chiefs were the most picked. Uh, everybody had the Falcons. Like, it was a bloodbath at the top. So, I, one and three is not the end of the world. I do need the Bucks tonight, though. And I, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you know, listen, I I just don't understand how the Bucks can blow this when every metric looks to be lining up for Tampa Bay to win this. Now, Obviously, it's going to matter what the heck happens with Ali Marpet, their guard, who looked like he was going to come back, and now he's listed as doubtful. Kind of matters against Aaron Donald. Uh, this was a Rams defensive line that manhandled Seattle last week in, in a great performance defensively. Um, my other problem is Tom Brady struggling. Uh, you know, I cracked a couple jokes on Cowherd Show Friday about the Bucks are worse in primetime than Jay Leno. Uh, you know, this is a team that's 0-3 against the spread in primetime this year. Brady j- likes to joke that he goes to bed at 9 o'clock, but that's actually true. He's been saying that for years. Uh, and-, and Bruce Arians is so worried about the team playing at night that he moved their practice, Rob G., I don't know if you saw this, to some night practices to simulate, like, game scenarios. So this is not like me joking around, ha, 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 the Bucks stink at night. Uh, there have been some struggles that the coaches have seen. It's like, what the hell? We got to change it up. Rams coming east for the fifth time this year is very unfortunate. And um, I took the Rams. I got them at four. Uh, there are some fours out there. I, I need a win. Um, I, I don't think this is like a bet your co- kids' college tuition or put the deed to your house on it game. But I do like the Bucks here to cover four. Um, and I think that'll do it for what's been a kind of brief Monday podcast. Just of note. We will do a podcast tomorrow, and I don't really know what the game plan is for Wednesday yet, but we guaranteed we'll have one on Friday. Uh, I will be hosting the Dan Patrick Show on Black Friday, uh, the day after the Thanksgiving games. Should be a fun one. Uh, Big, big football weekend ahead. Everybody stay safe out there, okay? It's getting ugly with the COVID, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.